0: What up, though, everybody? You are now under the black top, where we try to get our act together and find strength and unity in the circle of life and friendship. I am Billy.
1: I'm Timbo.
2: And I am Ray. It is nice to be here with you guys. How you guys been? Billy, how you been?
0: I've been well, man. Um, I'm excited to see that you are repping Lions because we had an awesome draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's just, I'm kind of excited about
2: that. So I've been good. Yeah, how about y'all? Good stuff. Timbo, how you been?
1: I've been really good. Uh, I have seen a really cool uh, lions uh, mosaic art piece that y'all may be interested in. I have no idea how much this person was charging for it because it has glass and everything in it, but I'm gonna send that to y'all. I thought about y'all when I saw it, so I'm like, all right. But uh, you know, I've been good. Other than that, just chilling. Uh, Really excited for today's episode. I'm, you know, (laughs) excited to talk about everything. So, yes. What about you, Ray? How have you been?
2: I mean, I've been pretty good. I can't complain. You know, it's just weird, you know, getting older, you appreciate things that you didn't appreciate at, um you know, younger times in life. So this past weekend, um, not this weekend, but the weekend before, um, we did spring cleaning. And okay. it was just weird being on, you know, just the adult end of spring cleaning. And right. I mean, of not course, you I still don't do want to do it. You right. Know? But you do appreciate it being on the um you know, after it's all said and done and actually, get, actually doing the work. And then you know mm-hmm. had the little guy out here like just not feeling it at all. He he did not appreciate the spring cleaning. So it was just <laughs>
0: he was not just funny fan. being
2: on this side of it, you know, just on, on both ends, like just watching hey, him go through what I've been through. Find... Yeah, mm-hmm. he is not a fan, not at all. Mm-hmm. Nope, zero stars on Yoke. Like he mm-hmm. he wasn't feeling it. But um, mm-hmm. it it was it was cool though. So that was kind kind of cool. But um, other than that, man, the draft I think that was pretty cool. That's song. What do you think, Billy? Uh, with these lions, how do you think um, we did in the draft? What are your feelings on it? Uh,
0: I'm very pleased. I'm happy. It was exciting. It was unpredictable. I was watching an old, and he called this move like the first round. He called it exactly what happened, or exactly wow. what he said is exactly what happened. That's what I said. That was that was wild. <laughs> that was. It was it's many really good players and I'm okay with waiting for my man to get healthy. As long as when you're healthy, I'm just a
2: good football player. It's worth it.
0: So I'm happy about it.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I think that it was um really cool that we were able to take um trade up later in that first round to take um Jamison Williams. Like mm-hmm. that guy's amazing. And I think that with where we are in our rebuild where it's not like we're trying to necessarily even win this year. You know, we can have that luxury of having somebody go and sit and get healthy and know that, you know, he can come back and be the impact player that, um, that you mm-hmm. know, he was in college. And I think it was really cool that um, Hutchinson fell to us, no, number two. Um, just seeing his excitement even after the draft, it really seemed like he was just happy to actually come to Detroit, you know. So that was just really cool yeah. just to see. Oh, man, I'm excited to – to see what's going to happen, and, you know, looks like they're putting some exciting content for, at the very least, Hard Knocks, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So hopefully for more than just Hard Knocks, hopefully we'll get into the season and, and be entertained. I mean, but they are really built in the trenches. Um, mm-hmm. In these last couple of drafts, you can really see um the attention to the defensive line. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be really good. Um, We have a, a great offensive line right now. We have some weapons. You know, it's just like we're starting to see the team build and, you know, being around for so many rebuilds. It does feel different than previous rebuilds. You know, it's like we're actually going and kind of building through the trenches and building through the draft. Like this was such a quiet offseason when it comes to free agency um with the Lions. But they were able to still build the team and make it strong. And I'm really liking it. They're doing it their way. They're getting the guys to, um, for the culture, you know, that they want, and it's just it's just really cool. So I'm very excited. So you know, I had to break out the hoodie today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'd just be cool, just to see what um, see what they do. But other than that, we can jump into it, starting with the music that we um that we're listening to. Timbo, what we listen to?
1: We listen to uh, Broken Hearts <laughs> Club by Sid she's from the internet uh which is a, a another group that i really love um what did y'all think uh
0: uh i I had this feeling it was okay. I like how how it reminded me of, uh, you know, certain eras of music, and that was cool for sure. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But it just it it wasn't grabbing me for some reason. I was thinking maybe it's because maybe it's just missing a a lot of air candy. Maybe I'm just spoiled by all the music I listen to, and there's so much melody all over the place that I get used to that. And um, I just wasn't sure what it was. And then, getting late came on. So yes, like eight from mm-hmm. eight to the rest of the album. I was like, "Oh, this is what I was looking for." It was so pleasing. It was creative. Um, it just was. It just felt right, man. Like I love that half of the album or that part of the album. But the first half, man, I like the first two songs, but the rest of it just didn't feel. And it just didn't grab me, man. Gotcha. It was so nice to
2: listen to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Um, you know, kinda how you felt on the second half of the album is kinda how I felt. Um, actually more or less throughout the whole album. I really liked it. Um, I think it was well put together. Um, it was just this elegant display of emotion. And mm-hmm. it was just really <clears throat> cool. I like how you said kind of um how we kind of I forgot how exactly you put it, but I have in my notes how we kinda has this nineties and eighties kind of R and B feel. And it's like you can really hear the differences in it, and it's so vibey at parts, and I love it, you know, it was just really cool, and it was just nice just to see how she was able to make, in certain songs, make the pain sound so beautiful, and then with the whole just resolution at the end, you know, of, um, I forgot the end track, but I know she had just this nice self-resolve at the end, I think it was just all cool, and just missing out. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. the whole um, project was cool. What'd you think, Timbo? I
1: have been low-key like, fangirling about this whole thing. Like, I was just, like, like, playing it off, trying to see how y'all liked it. It's interesting. So we're going to have kind of... I actually... I, I It was quite a few... I was a huge fan, anyway, of said, and the internet. I love her voice. I love the way she uh, approaches things. I love her writing, all of that. So I did not love the whole thing, but even the songs that I wasn't a huge fan of, I still appreciate it because I just like her. So it it still works. So as cohesively, I still like the album, if that makes sense. But my favorite tracks were the first one, uh, "Can You Break a Heart?" Love that one. And that I thought y'all was gonna like that one because I got got y'all lucky day on it. But
2: (laughs) no, I did like that one. That one was a good one. Okay, and I like and I I like lucky day too. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I I love Tide the Night. I thought that was catchy as heck. Mm -hmm. I I listened to the features
2: were pretty strong. Yes.
1: Um, I, I like of course Getting Late that was that's another song I replayed twice uh, and then Break My Heart Why Don't You Love That that was the most vibey song on the uh, record I think mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I was just thoroughly impressed with this so I, I enjoyed it <laughs>
2: good
0: stuff dude I don't listen to a lot of k Lani, even though I like what I've heard
2: I mm-hmm. love that I song feature. that's probably one of my favorite songs on that joint man
0: that's fire. That song is fire. Right?
1: Okay, love is fire for that. To me. That's okay, I gotta right. give it another listen to. I didn't quite connect with that one, but i listened to it again.
2: Yeah, okay. definitely. Give it a give it a listen. Actually I think that one after I listened to it for the second time, I threw that one in on um, the little R and B playlist. I'm like, Oh, this is kinda cool. It got some staying power to it. Mm-hmm. So
1: Oh, yeah. And of course, like I said about the 80s and the 90s influences. But I also got I got Prince. I got the dream. I also got some like futuristic stuff she was doing. So it was it was a treat to me. It was different. It's like even if it wasn't something that I completely
2: liked, it was something different.
1: And, you know, that's what I always appreciate. So, oh, yeah.
2: Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, it, was some, it was a moment in there. I was like, man, this sounded like it could be a Sade song. Like mm-hmm. It was just so cool just being able to just to pick out some of those sounds. and It was, mm-hmm. it was awesome. It was a good listener. Mm-hmm. So, now moving on to album selection. This time around, we are going to pick an album that we would not normally gravitate toward. I am going to go with... I don't even know how to say it. Z-E-I-T, Z-E-I-T by Rammstein. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't listen to Rammstein, but in college, there was a roommate of um, Timbo and ours. Du um, And he really liked Rammstein. So, hey, you know, let's give it a go.
1: Fist pumps, Right. Fist pumps today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, All
2: right, Timbo, what you got?
1: Yes. Uh, Moto Mommy by Rosalia. I th- it's reggaeton, experimental pop, and reggaeton. So,
2: by Rosalia, yes. All right, Billy, what you got?
0: Visitor by Empath,
2: Visitor by Empath. Okay. Um, I Yes, I chose um see it. So, right? Did I choose see mm, it? I believe so. Yeah. So I will take away. I'm gonna take away the the empath. Yeah. So that'll leave you. Is that,
0: is that album? What language is this album
1: in? Oh, see I didn't check for that. I don't know. I, <laughs> not We've
2: English. It may not be English. It which is <sighs> that's very true. I didn't think about that when I grabbed it. Which so is gonna they make don't it
1: like non-English albums. So <laughs> we know how this is about to go.
2: Don't, don't make it so <laughs> like that. Okay, actually I don't <laughs> think it's it may not be English. <laughs>
1: It's reggaeton, so I don't know. I don't think it. It may
0: not uh, be so. Yours, man, rays. Which one? Rays.
2: You getting, album. Ri- you getting rid of that one?
0: I'm asking, like, you're not sure, right?
2: Oh yeah, I'm not sure. I, I thought you were talking to me off top. Yeah.
0: Uh, I yeah, but he said something about reggaeton. Not, That's not. That's true. That album, that not reggaeton. Reggaeton. So like, yeah, we're gonna take yours off. We're gonna listen to Moto Mommy.
2: Okay.
1: Okay Gay for inclusive. There we go
2: Clap it up, clap it up Alright, cool Moving on We Will listen to Motomami Next week Alright, so moving on to our book White Fragility We are on Chapter 6 Title Anti-Blackness
1: My favorite Chapter so far
2: yeah, this was a very interesting chapter. Um, I found it fascinating, as with a lot of this book, how we can kind of just sit back and look at through the lens, you know, through the white lens, you know, just seeing in this chapter specifically just how she, you know, uses so many different examples to, you know, express and illustrate this anti-Black sentiment um, was really cool. Was there anything necessarily that kind of stood out to you guys? Anything you kind of want to talk about or touch on? Uh,
1: I do like this part where it says, Carol Anderson in her book, White Rage, argues that the trigger for white rage inevitably is black advancement. It is not the mere presence of black people that's the problem. Rather, it is blackness with ambition, with drive, with purpose, with aspirations, and with demands for full and equal citizenships. It is blackness that refuses to accept Subjugation and to give up. I just love that. Because it's just, it's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So, it's
0: just. Yeah, it's that's how I feel. I feel like mm-hmm. that's just all these chapters are stuff that I just want to recite from the book.
1: Dude. Mm-hmm.
0: Because I agree with what she's saying and how she puts it. It's tough right. for me to like really pull out. So many individual things. Mm-hmm. When I just want to, it is, and there's too many things to
2: read. Right, mm-hmm. I get that. Um, mm. I guess in trying to pull out some of the things that um I like, the one thing that resonated with me was how whiteness is predicated on blackness. And mm-hmm. how the only reason, you know, how she goes on to say how the only reason that there is a white race, you know, is because it was used to justify the enslavement of Africans. Right. And if you couple that with kind of what she was, her um, interpretation of ta Coates, where she was saying that whites can only be white, you know, if someone is not white, you know, how <laughs> white, in, in essence, is a false identity, a false superiority, where they don't really want blacks, but they need blacks, you know, they need us because we're the thing that they use to rise against, you know? So it's just so interesting when you think about it like that, and it's like, it is just this this false um, just this, this false um, identity that they have, you know? It's just this interesting just looking at it, and what is whiteness without the black people, or the blackness to, you know, just oppose it.
1: But you know what I'm also thinking about? The part in the, <clears throat> in the chapter where it talks about the whites in, uh, I guess, in a statistic survey uh, wouldn't want to move into an area that was more than 30% uh, predominantly black.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, and so, how that white flight yeah. even started at 7%, right?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all it takes, 7%. Wow.
2: That's
1: like, Barely a black family on a block, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, so, it's so interesting. So, yeah, the white flight yeah. is real. Apparently,
2: no, yeah. I mean, I mean, it is until you need it, like, and she posted this too, you know, or stated this, you know, white flight until it's the other way around, then it's gentrification because now we need, you know, the living, we need the housing, so let's move in. And let's make the pricing go up and and in essence push people of color out or people mm-hmm. who don't have um, the means out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's just anti blackness. I found it really interesting. Um mm. did you guys watch the movie? Um what was the movie that she spoke about? Um are oh, you gonna make me pull up? Pull it up. The football yeah. movie that um she referenced oh, at the end, uh, <clears throat> the Blind Side. Did y'all see uh, Blind Side?
1: I have, I yes. know enough about the movie. I know enough about
2: it. Yeah, I know about it. I didn't see it, and I do remember when it came out, feeling as if it was it came off like a white savior movie to me. So I didn't really want to see it.
1: Unfortunately, most movies do have that white savior narrative. It's just so it's something well, I think it was. It was the happening before we movies. could catch on to it and
2: the, right that too yeah yeah but um it was interesting just hearing her actually go out and <laughs> and break apart this movie and almost ready for filth like hey look this is the issue here this is the issue here this is the issue here and like this movie that's mm-hmm. proclaimed as like this really great you know movie you know through the the lens of whiteness and how in reality it really just reinforces mass stereotypes and is it's just a crazy movie something that on on the outskirt looks um you know like something good oh look we're helping people but it's just when she just kind of laid it out there it's like whoa like to the point where i didn't even really see but once you kind of read me like oh well no no it is that it does Kind of reinforce certain stereotypes. It does have this: oh, black people can't come out the hood unless they're grabbed up by these these white people and brought to safety. And even just breaking down certain scenes, it was just it was interesting to see. I almost want to watch the movie just to see my feelings. What my feelings would be kind of with this lens now. So yeah, I was just curious if you guys had even seen the movie because I know it was a very popular movie when it came out.
1: It didn't appeal to me. I know I'm very specific about movies I watch. So.
2: I feel that one, and that one had a sports background to it, too, so he probably was like, uh, you know. I think you should watch it. I watched it a
0: long time ago, and like Timbo said, there's a lot of stuff that just, it was before I could really catch on to it. And then when she was breaking it down, I thought about all the other movies that had so, everything was similar. I guess even the sports movies, like I guess the, the one with The Rock, was it good here? Kind of had similar yep. scenes. It wasn't like, you know, uh-huh. white people. Just some of the stereotype, it's similar, and just again, how she traces everything back to how things like this fortify the white image and supremacy uh, to that audience, and it's just behind the veil like this, it, how racism has it itself uh, is it's upsetting, it sucks. And I was that young and didn't know what I was watching. I didn't see it, and now I look back and see how many movies like follow the same trend,
2: Mhm-, wow, it's, interesting, it's a lot man. yeah, I mean yeah, it's just it takes all the little boxes, I suppose, <laughs> yeah, but all in all, very interesting chapter, mm-hmm. um, informative. It was interesting, like I said, being on this end of it, being able to to look through the lens that she calls out, you know, just really real feelings. I think there was a point where she even said just up front, like, it's still feelings that I have when I just think about black people and just stuff that's just innate in me that, you know, that you still have to kind of think about and unlearn. So it's just really cool that she brings that honesty to um, her writing and hopefully know people who are reading it um you know just kind of take it for what it is and you know can uh, be a little honest with themselves as well you know next chapter chapter seven is racial triggers for white people that'll be interesting right we'll read that one when we get there all right did you guys have anything else um to add i guess i did just kind of end that one anything no all right, cool pushing along our segment. This episode is what what you're watching, as I what recall. Yes. Which is a <laughs> nice one because we haven't um what you watched in quite some time. <laughs> yeah. So uh that'll be cool. My thoughts is Tim did something on YouTube. William did, I don't know, I mean Billy. I'm not sure what Billy did.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: If I were you guys, I would probably guess that Miles was sports related because I'm always like doing sports, but I don't know. Let's find out. What you what you guys watching?
1: Okay, this is <laughs> I came up with the idea because this is real interesting. There are a group of people on YouTube who bust pedophiles that are trying to talk to underage, what they think are underage kids on like apps like Grindr Tinder and wow. um
2: <clears throat> Like on some even but...
1: yes, on how to catch a predator. And <laughs> it's just so crazy. It, you see literally men from all walks of life. You can't say, Oh, it's this type of man or it's this. I have seen right. literally every ethnicity guy on there. <laughs> wow. And they're doing really creepy stuff. One guy was trying to meet a girl at a park at night. It was like midnight. Another guy was trying to meet a girl at Walmart at like 10 23 PM. They always want to meet them at night. And then they all have the same excuses. Oh well, I, I, you know, I was just trying to really see if she was thirteen. I didn't know right. she could have been anybody. I I'm lonely. <clears throat> yeah, it's so it's real fascinating. I've actually I've watched probably about <laughs> it, probably forty to fifty videos <laughs> of it.
2: Okay, now of these videos, how many people try to run?
1: I've seen one guy that was just like last night. <laughs> And he, well, actually two. But one guy was kind of like, he was doing this awkward job. It wasn't really warning, but it was like, because he was, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, no, they do all types of weird stuff when they get caught. And they always, you know, the one guy had Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So the guy that had busted it was like, I'm the one who told you to buy Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So, (laughs) you know, it's just like, Oh yeah. Man. It's real, it's real interesting, but it's just and it's weird because it's like it's creepy, but it's still entertaining. So I don't know. But oh, yeah, that's man. what I've been watching. Wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. Well, good. Get all them dirt bags off the street. Right. Yeah.
1: And they have been successfully oh. able to get quite a few people dealt with and locked up. So
2: that's okay. crazy um so you got the cinnamon toast crunch right there that's awkward af that's
0: very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> is it do you remember the? you remember the old date lines right mm-hmm. yeah Are, are and it, they as funny is like is it like really the same setup
1: It's similar, and it's equally funny to me. I I didn't watch How to Get Away with a Predator when it was on TV, but this is hilarious to me. These people. Oh, man. All
2: right. Um,
0: I I don't know how I got here, bro. I don't know how the YouTube algorithm can put me here, but do you know who Curtis Willard is?
1: Curtis Curtis. Willard.
0: Willard. Curtis Wheeler. Oh, Wheeler. Wheeler. Okay, no. So, apparently he was an artist and a dancer. And, uh, I didn't make it through the documentary. It's just documentary called Curtis. And it's it's his life after, like, dealing with AIDS. And it's, like, showing him in hospice care. And, like, uh, it's such a, it was just an interesting thumbnail. And now I gotta look into somebody's life who struggles with some real deep stuff. It was Jarring, kind of. Yeah, I don't know how I got there. I didn't make it through. It was kind of. It was. It wasn't disturbing. It was just sad, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. that and Star Trek Discovery.
2: Mm-hmm. What season? Four. Oh, you started four. Yeah, I'm like maybe episode five. Okay, I only watched episode one of um four season mm-hmm. four. Uh, I'm, I'm like slowly watching it since it's um complete now. Just taking my time. No, but um, so, like this latest season. Yeah, that season just completed, I believe, because they were, you know, um, even, even though it's on a streaming platform, I think it was still only coming out once a week.
0: Oh, so it's over once I'm done with season four. It's just done until next season. That's what Correct. you're saying? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna chill then.
2: You know, like so many. <laughs> man, what about you that you can watch? Oh, man. So it was weird. I went went to my, um, mm. over the weekend, came to my living room, turned on TV, and the TV said, Hey, you can try Apple TV Plus for three months for free. So I said, I will be the one streaming service I don't got. Let me see what's on this Apple TV Plus. It is so much stuff on Apple TV+. Plus. Like, I've been watching Apple TV+. Because my thought is, hey, y'all not going to trick me and nickel and dime me into paying past these three months. I'm going to just watch everything. Everything I can in these three months. In these three months. That's how you do it. So... I've been literally treating it like um, just TV. Like I have just episodes. I'm not binging anything. I'm just watching one episode at a time of like eight shows, and it's been amazing because it's 30 minute shows in there. It's comedies in there. It's a little animation in there. Stuff that'll make you think. It's just really cool. It's um, will just really well rounded TV, and it just sucks that everybody has this. It's like the golden age of TV, but you get nickel and diamond, and it's so expensive. So. Mm If we do what you're watching within like the next three months, that's what I'm watching. <laughs> they got some. They got some good stuff on there though. There's some old, okay. some good shows. Um, actually, here anything in particular I can call out that was good? Uh, oh, the after party is good. That's one with Tiffany Haddish, and she is playing a detective and trying to figure out who killed James Franco. Really cool. Um. Okay. There is a couple movies that I want to see. There's the one with Tom Hanks. We got the movie, uh, the TV show with Denzel Washington, um, The Tragedy of Macbeth. I want to watch that. So it's just a lot of good ones that um are not only, you know, good because they're on a the show, but um, I think some of those are like up for like Academy Awards or Emmys or something like that, you know, just really good TV. Cool. So but yeah, that's all I've been watching. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. All right. So, the last segment that we have on this mm-hmm. pod is um the big question hat of some. All right, one of y'all gotta say it. I can't. I can't get it.
1: Sombrero de preguntas.
2: Yeah. See, I can never roll the R, and I always forget the preguntas.
1: <laughs> 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 Add a D. Say hey,
2: that, some brado. Yeah, that was some brado. Yeah, that's yeah, a little better. That's better. What albums are you obsessed with? Oh, okay. uh, God. 2014 Forest Hills Drive.
1: The Doors by The Doors.
2: History by Michael Jackson. Thriller by Michael Jackson.
0: Slow Rush, Tame Impala. Control Scissor, I really enjoy Control Scissor. Like a, a, that's been Control Scissor for sure. Probably has a number one spot right now. And Jaguar, Victoria Monet, I really enjoy. Um,
1: that's an album. Twenty-four Carat, mm-hmm.
0: twenty Twenty-four Carat. Um, what was it, Bruno Mars' joint? Yeah, that album, mm-hmm. so dope. What other albums? Just about to name that.
2: the Blueprint.
0: Mm-hmm. I do really enjoy lemonade.
1: Yeah. I was just about to say lemonade. Dangerously in love. I was gonna say that one. <laughs> I don't know. I'll try, like a rap album. The Carter One. That's my favorite the Carter Wayne one. album.
2: Yeah. I love Carter
1: One. Fifty Cent the Massacre. I like that album. Okay. The Massacre of Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day? Yeah, I don't know. That's what it was based off of. Even though he never referenced it, referenced it in the album. <laughs>
2: you know, The Weeknd, uh, the trilogy joint, that's really like three albums. I really liked that when I was on um, in college, that college times. Mm-hmm. I
0: haven't I heard of that. weekend
2: Weeknd album. Oh, Victory Lap by Nipsey.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I can listen to that too. You said you haven't heard the weekend. Wow. A, a for the weekend project. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't think we should. I don't um, it's we should listen to the last one. Dawn
0: is Yeah.
2: yeah. Maybe I should, one. Oh, I should. Oh, I don't know. I didn't even want to listen to it. I should have brought it up for this. This um last go round. I just didn't
1: chose that. <laughs> <laughs> <coming> <laughs>
2: probably not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, oh, James That's Blunt. Um, back to Betlam. I love that album. Okay. So they just going through my my starred albums in my phone. Yeah, awesome. What,
1: what was that? Um, is it got Gear? All I like somebody oh. that I used to know. Yeah, the guy who did somebody okay. that I used to, that oh, last album. Okay. What was the name of that album that, that he album? did?
0: Oh, okay. Let me see. I really enjoyed that album.
1: I guess it was Making Mirrors. Yeah, I think so.
2: Okay.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember kind of oh, liking no. this album. Not
0: gonna lie, I'm probably obsessed with four or five different Fall Out Boy albums. I, I probably, there's, there's probably four or five albums I know front to back. I haven't listened to them in a while. But I think I still probably know them front to back. And back to front. <laughs> Who else, man? Yeah, it's interesting. That's a good question.
1: Yeah.
2: Because mm. I know it's some classics that I miss huh? I know it is. Me too, man. I know it. Like, I know I said to Michael, but I know it's something. Because I got something in vinyl over there. Oh, Blue Train by um, John Coltrane. That's a good one. I love that. I need to listen to it. Um, I do, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good question, though. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Um, Yeah, tell us your answers. Uh, Even send us some new questions. Um, Timbo, where can they reach us?
1: Blacktopasylum at gmail.com
0: Awesome. And Ray, where can they find us, watch us, listen to us?
2: Oh, yeah, man. You can listen to us um, anywhere that you can find a podcast. You should be able to type us in and find us. And you can watch us on YouTube, you know. Just look us up. Give us a watch. Give us a thumbs up. You know, Like, comment, subscribe, all of that good stuff We need it, we appreciate it Tell your friends if you like us Tell your friends if you don't like us You know, right. just, just, just spread the word, man A little bit of love, a little bit of appreciation We appreciate it, we appreciate you Especially if you're still listening after 40 <laughs> plus minutes Like, go you Right, Damn. you're awesome um, Have there, the world's best day <laughs> There we go
0: You are <laughs> awesome You are amazing uh, the back, their black top is not closed. All right. Oh, yeah.